pipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rap Show Podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads, played by some of the top bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District, and of course the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rap Show Podcast. Hello there. Welcome along to another Big Rap Show Podcast. How are you? And yeah, this week's podcast is brought to you backstage from the Belfast Tattoo. I'm actually recording this next day a set of fridges. Yeah, very glamorous. But yeah, backstage at the Belfast Tattoo, another year has rolled round and another Belfast Tattoo. So you'll get to hear everything that's happened behind stages here. Oh, I'm so excited already. I've already been here for about an hour or so and I've already seen so many familiar faces from the piping world. And it's just been class catching up with everyone at the tail end of the season. So, yeah, if this is your first Big Rab Show podcast, then welcome, because we are the show for the piping folks. So, if you haven't already, click on that subscribe button. So, with each and every episode gets uploaded, you'll get a ding, a little notification to let you know that, yeah, Rab's uploaded another one. Now, let's talk about last week's podcast, shall we? Last week's podcast was nothing short of immense, I think was the word I want to use. Going by the amount of feedback that we've got from you guys... You clearly seem to really enjoy that episode. We got so many emails. In fact, let me see. Looking things up on my email as I'm sitting recording. Yeah, we've had over 34 different emails here. All talking about judging. So, yeah, there will be a judging podcast part two. A lot of people actually had a lot of praise actually for Winston Pollock and his interview. So I have to say yes again. Thank you so much to Winston Pollock for coming on the show and giving us his opinion on judging a lot of you guys really seem to enjoy his commentary so who knows we may get him back on again for part part two don't know if anything i've been asking people you know involved in the judging scene specifically in the piping world if they wanted to come on the show that they can and up until now everyone had been turning us down but now that episode one of part of judging part one of judging has went out we've actually had a number of judges who want to get in contact with us now and discuss the problem so I think part two of Judging Podcast is going to be very interesting. Anyway, so unfortunately, there's no listener mail because all of the listener mail is all about judging. And that will form part of our next Judging Podcast. So Judging Part 2 is coming. Don't worry. Right. Let's get into this week's podcast. First of all, there's so much news dropped. And if anything, I've been spending most of this time, this last number of days, talking about it. Piping news. Couple of big news stories dropped. Yep, Shots and Dykehead have appointed a brand new pipe major, Mr. Emmett Conway. Yep, isn't that incredible? Emmett Conway, of course, pipe major of the New Zealand Police Pipe Band, has yeah stepped down as PM from the New Zealand Police, uh, which is it's kind of a bittersweet story. Emmett has done an incredible job with the guys down there. Of course, national champions, and they just sounded incredible this year. Obviously, they had a bit of a a bit of a difficult run at this year's Worlds, unfortunately, but again, still sounded fantastic. So if you did manage to hear any of the recordings from New Zealand Police from this past season, go and get a listen, because Emmett should hopefully be taking that sort of a flavour with him to shots. Cannot wait to see this. I have to say congratulations to Emmett. Emmett's been on the show here before with ourselves on the Rap Show, so I will hope to get another interview with him coming up very soon with a bit of luck. And yeah, he can talk to us all about his new appointment with the guys at shots, and... All of that. So I wish the guys in New Zealand Police the very best as well, because they're now going through the process of having to appoint a new pipe major. 
which will not be an easy task because, as like I said, Emmett's done an incredible job. Uh, so who knows? We may see a new PM very soon uh, at the New Zealand Police. So once we get that announced, we'll let you know who got the job. Now, on to other piping news. Yes, Alistair Dunn, Pipe Sergeant at the Field Marshal Montgomery, has stepped down. This came as a bit of a shock to a lot of us in the piping world because, as you know, Alistair Dunn has done... He's been there at Field Marshal now for what seems... To be an age, Alistair just seemed to have been part of the furniture there at Field Marshal. So I have to say, this did come as a bit of a shock. But, needless to say, a lot of you people seem to be really yeah, supportive of the move. And I think of, of all of us too here in the Rapture, we were pretty much the same. Thinking that the move itself could be the making of the Field Marshal, a lot of people were saying. So, with what seemed like no time at all, congratulations to Matt Wilson. Very quickly was selected to put into that position of Pipe Sergeant. Now, don't underestimate this position. It is almost as powerful as Pipe Major. The, the Pipe Sergeant does have quite a lot of influence in the way of band sounds. So, will we hear a new Field Marshal coming out of this? I dare say yes would be the answer to that question. So, I have to say, best of luck to Matt. Big shoes to fill there. Alistair clearly done an outstanding job at the FM, uh, managing the lifts, all those world titles alongside Richard. Yeah, and I'm going to wish him well with whatever he's at now. I think he's basically going to be concentrating more of his time spending it with family, uh, friends, and basically his increasing business uh, interests. Because obviously he's working with RG Hardy and everything. So, yeah, we wish him well. All the very best, Alistair. And, yeah, best of luck to Matt Wilson, new pipe sergeant, and has a body of work in front of him. Now... As much as we're talking about new appointments, we have to say about bands that are recruiting, we are getting tons of bands that are messaging us at the moment looking for players. So, the Big Rab Show matchmaking service is definitely in full flow. Uh, we've actually got a number of players already heading to other bands through the winter months. So, if you are interested in playing with a band this incoming season, get in contact with us. And also, if you're a band and you are on the recruitment drive, definitely get in contact with us. Because, yeah, the Big Rab Show recruitment... <laughs> And the matchmaking service is in full flow. Now, one such band that asked to con- well, mention this, this on the podcast, I can just about talk, was Buxburn. Buxburn and District are busy in the recruitment drive at the moment, so if you are interested, go along and check out Buxburn on their uh, social media. They're available on Facebook and Twitter, all that usual points of contact and stuff. So, let's get on to another little bit of piping news. I'm flying through things because I'm very aware but the tattoo behind me is just about to kick off and uh, yeah, I can't wait to start covering stuff. Yeah, the Big Rab Show ourselves have launched the Big Rab Show Awards. Oh, yay! Unbelievable! So excited for this. The Big Rab Show Awards happens every year, obviously. So here it is, 2018. And we have put the announcement out there for you guys to email in your nominations. Now, I have to be very... Very strict with this. We're getting a lot of messages to our Facebook page, a lot of messages to our Twitter account. But I have to say, only emailed uh, nominations will count. So there you go. Email them into bigrabshow at gmail.com. That's where to send them to. So if you're interested in what the categories are, you know the way I love reading lists. <laughs> you have most improved band, best flourishing. Now, best flourishing actually refers to tenor drummers. So, yeah, that's a shout out to our tenor drummers. Uh, best venue, most emotional moment, best dressed, best beard, which is always really hard fought. 
Uh, best beard, and then we have coolest bass drum, coolest drums, uh, best concert or live performance, band of the year, drum major of the year, uh, which is a new category for this year. Uh, we have best social media, and we have the Big Rab Show Legend Award. There you go. So if you do have a particular legend that you would like recognised on that. And if anything, the most emotional moment, we've got some really interesting nominations so far. So, yeah, that was all launched. And, yeah, we are getting nominations in for the awards. For those of you who are interested in how it all works, basically, we throw the nominations out there to you guys, the listening folk. And, yeah, we ask you to nominate people, uh, bands, acts, venues. We ask you to send in your nominations. So then, once we get them all in, we'll collate all the votes, and then we'll have a list of finalists under each category. Once the finalists are, yeah, finalized, then we'll put it all out there for public vote. Then it's up to you guys out there to basically run a campaign for whoever you want to win the award. So, be it Best Beard, if you believe someone that's in that finalist uh, run, if you believe they should win, then go and start a campaign for them. Vote for this guy for Best Beard 2018. So, (laughs) there you go. Big Rab Show Awards, as I say, the uh, nominations are going to be open until the tail end of next week, I think, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, so, yeah, we will announce all the closing date and everything on our social media, of course. So, yeah, get your emails into this, bigrabshow at gmail.com, uh, for any commentary at all on the judging podcast or indeed on your nominations for the Big Rab Show Awards. Now, I'm sure you might be able to hear just behind me, they're kind of warming up the crowd for the, this year's tattoo. <sighs> the Belfast Tattoo. It is an event that seems to grow and grow every year, and this year is no exception. This year, the Belfast Tattoo, the crowds here, if you can hear, I'm in a back room full of fridges and you can still hear the roar. It's unbelievable. Now, we're going to get chatting to some of the most interesting acts possible on the floor of the tattoo, and yeah... If you are interested, you can go and check our social media, of course, on our Rab Show Facebook page, where we'll have little video clips and uh, photographs and stuff of the action that actually happened here. And one thing I wanted to talk about here on the podcast, maybe at a later, uh, later date, was the actual world of tattoos. The world of tattoos is a world in itself, away from the piping world. So... Yeah, the, there does seem to be like a bit of a circuit. Everyone here at the Belfast Tattoo already seems to know each other from playing at various different tattoos already earlier in the season. The tattoo season, that is. So this is a world that I know very little about, so one that I want to find out about anyway. If you are involved in the tattoo scene at all, or even in the whole tattoo circuit, we want to hear from you. You can email us in again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Grant. Right, as much as our pipe band season has wrapped up, the competitive, competitive world has now finished what they're doing. Uh, yeah, I have not stopped. <laughs> Big Grab Show live event is around the corner. That's a crazy amount of work. We've just started our awards as well. That's a crazy amount of work. So to everyone who's emailing in on Facebook and on Twitter and all that sort of stuff, apologies. We will get answers to you as soon as we can. Hopefully for all everything that we can try and get to you. But yes, yeah, just been insanely busy. Right. That's enough for the semantics and the introductions and everything. If you haven't yet, like I said, please recommend our wee show to a friend. <laughs> uh, time for me to go walking. Time to go and grab some interviews and get let you guys know what happened here at the Belfast Tattoo. Grant, do you want to introduce yourself then, sir? Who are you? Well, I'm Scott Cunningham and I am the bass drummer of Tully Lagan. Go on the lagging, you! Gotta give him a cheer. Cheer the lagging. Go on the lagging! Go on the lagging! Yeah! <laughs> Well, I wanted an Abbey because I've been trying to talk to you about bass drumming this year. Yeah. And uh, you're a bit of a bass drummer of note, to be fair. You've had quite a good 
you know. This is my third season with Tully Lagan, but mm. it's my first season as bass drummer for the band. I've done two years tenor drumming, and then a previous that? tenor. Well, a weird tenor. I can't flourish, so I was just playing beats. I was basically <laughs> a bass drum on its side. I see. So, so then, tell me then about your introduction to bass drumming. Did you get any kind of lessons or coming from Northern Ireland? My introductions to bass drumming was the flute band, the bread, the bread and butter of the streets. Aye, so coming from the flute band world. Then. Flute band world. I was in flute bands from when I was ten, right until three years ago. But then I done that half year stint last year with band. But we'll not name bands. No, no, no. <laughs> Grant, so you went from that until. Lifting a pair of stilos, I'm sure that was a different world for you then. I will we'll come into the band and our previous bass drummer, Adam. Adam was in the band, Adam's sister, Claire, and Dad Dane's in the band for numerous years, aren't they? Mm. Um, and Adam is getting married now in a month or two, so Adam's decided to leave the band for now. Hopefully yeah. he'll come back. So I got asked to take up the post of bass drum. You just got shoved into a position and you're like, well, I got shoved play in, this? but me being me being mad, I'll give everything a go. Like, <laughs> even if it's not good. No, not at all. You guys have had quite a good season so far. You lifted a few prizes along the way. Five out of nine best bass prizes yeah. this year at home contests. Obviously no best bass at major contests. Um, hmm. Thankfully enough, just by the way it went, two years running, Champions Champions, grade 4 and 3B this year. Go. Not a bad thing to crow about, like sure. Well, my well, friend Ewan Smith and the Quinn says we're slacking because they're going. They've just done three years in a row. Ah, see, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Got a bit of a challenge, Quinn. Yeah, <laughs> you know, as you say, you're lifting best bass sections quite often now, so you're doing something right. Well, we'll have to give credit till um, this past two years. Obviously, the two bands have been in the same grade for two years in a row. But St Mary's, the two bands on the field. Both give their bands at all, but fair dues. When one band lifts the trophy, the other band is the first to congratulate. Yeah, ah, well, that's the it. example that's was the Ulsters. Yeah, we were shocked to win it, but St Mary's was straight over whole drum corps and right. no, congratulated everybody and outstanding bunch of people. Just yeah. great bandmanship, definitely. So, yeah. so with that in mind, then you've obviously brought some Grade One flavour to Grade Three B. Yeah. Then how do you develop your own sound in Grade Three B? Because at the minute on the drumming bass drumming podcast, we've been talking to Grade One guys. See, it, to me, I'm still trying to figure out, because I'm still new, I'm still learning all about how to, yeah. how your own band wants their setup. Mm. So lucky enough, we have, Danielle helps us quite quite a lot. Mm. So Danielle would help set us up, who's playing to what note and stuff like that. And then we kind of just set the bass drum up from there and just try and keep it set each year using old school drum dials around the drums every year when we change heads, make sure pressure's the same on every uh-huh. head, and tenors and bass, snares. Go. Just going from there. So for those who don't know, Danielle, Danielle's a tenor drummer with Inverary. Inverary, yeah. ex Tully Lagan, and obviously has experience. Still. She's currently in America with her fiancé, Derek Cooper. Oh, see. Nice. And she picked up best bass at the solos at the, what was the games last week? Wasn't Pleasanton, no? Pleasanton. Pleasanton, And she yeah. finished second in the tenor drum. Something her mum and dad had told me. Not and bad. She might have... Don't quote me on this, but I think she might have performed Ulster Scottish there as well, which is Derek's home All band. Right. Yeah, he's yeah. the tip of them when they're home. So I see. Excellent. So shout out to those guys then. Yeah. So she obviously has still got a connection with Holly Lagan and travels home then to give you guys like wee pointers and stuff then a practice. Yeah. Well, Danielle is like like a few members out of Grade One bands traveling from Northern Ireland to uh-huh. perform, but like she never can She's never really forgot where she come from. Yeah, you know, excellent. she's like yeah. the likes of our tenor drummers here. Mm. The Vici set that here's the night's actually wrote by. 
your old man Andrew Sheldon oh, Danielle yeah. awesome because Danielle's not here Vicky Kane has taken over ah, from Glass Kelp just to keep charge for us so. well had to get catching up with them I because I think no doubt the guys in Chanter and want us to talk to Del Boy yeah, <laughs> well, I had a good chance. Thank you, Joe Brady. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> Joe Brady. I have to say, you're a bit of a fan of the Chanter Rant podcast. I yeah. listen to Chanter Rant all the time. Every week, without a doubt. Monday, headphones in, Chanter Rant. Wednesday, go. Big Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Works like that. And then. There's a sequence. Yeah. There's the PG and the 18 rated podcast. Aye, we are. <laughs> every yeah. week. And I'm still getting this nickname that you were calling me earlier Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. Oh, God, I don't know I'm going to shake that. but <laughs> It's funny just because. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, them boys joke around sometimes calling you wee Rob. Yeah. Too. And I am wee. I am wee. I'm like four foot. So. <laughs> anyway. Four <laughs> foot long. <laughs> so, in light of that, do you ever go back to your marching band roots then from the pipe band world? Last year, I tried to go back for a while hmm. and I was playing for a band in Donacadee. But with having contests on Saturday and then obviously flute bands are parading most weekends Friday, Saturdays, uh, nights Yeah, I was wrecked from a contest so I ended up only doing like five parades so I had a call today there too but don't get me wrong compared to the background there quickly there there's yeah. the Muller and Imperial Court Drums but like mm. I'll never forget where I come from like it's kind of where I started but so that, with your, but the way your mindset was at the moment that you went from being the metronome of the band keeping the time till now you're fleshing that whole thing out and winning prizes along the way I've, I've got to say like a Obviously, I done the flute bands, and I, I told the bands when I was in them, I get more satisfaction out when I joined Tullag and finishing fourth at a pipe band contest. Mm-hmm. If we did go into these, where they would hand out a certificate saying you're the best band that was here oh, tonight, really? I got oh. more satisfaction with the band finishing fourth because yeah. you're putting up much more work in that you feel more of a collective winning. Aye. There's a lot of work going on behind. And the there's scenes. a lot of emotions behind it, like like so when we qualified at the Worlds, mm. I think a few people told me I let a few. P's and Q's out of me and Credo uh, <laughs> even because I think I was shocked to get qualified. But oh, it was brilliant to see you guys in the final. I have to say, you know, we had a lot of a cheer out at home right now for ourselves. Oh, so not quite, showing any bias there. No, it was quite no, good. No. The home bands quite well. Rafa ourselves, right. Major Sinclair, St Mary's. There's a lot of good things else. In there, like yeah. we did, we actually done quite well. Good. Mm-hmm. And Bottle Hill, Bottle Hill finishing second. Yeah, they had an outstanding run. Yeah, I watched Pasadena. I know people mm. say not, but. Yeah. Touching the judges, bit of it. Oh. They're trying to bring, trying to bring the bands back. I yeah. watched clips back, and I would have given Bottle Hill first place. See, there is that so, counter um, argument there, you know. They have the pipe core is there. Yeah, like, and like the overall sound is as a band. As a band, they are gold places. Like, yeah. Well, so we have the beauty of hindsight, though. Do you know what I mean? Looking back from now, we can watch that recording. Oh, was that wee thing in the reel? And you can wind it back. That's no. why I didn't watch our repeat of the MSR from the words. <laughs> we were just glad to qualify, but we'll just leave it there. Ah, uh, yeah, just glad, glad to let that go to history. Yeah. yeah. So then, I have one last question before I let you yeah, go. Yeah, you're then. Uh, Anyone then in the bass drumming world that you're currently looking up to at the moment as being like inspirational? Well, at the minute, there's, there's one or two people I look up to. My friend Ewan Smith gives me a lot of tips and pointers. Aaron McElwain two people that have started solos this year for the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, done last year. A couple of good results this year have come last, both, but it is what it is. Like, I'm still learning, so I'm just taking it in the head. But yeah, yeah. the two guys have took me on and given me pointers and tips, and then just watching videos of Lex and Mark and Lynn and old Picking videos up. of Chris Pollock and yeah, even yeah. Robert, the place of the pace and 
and John McFetridge is obviously oh yeah that John the legend not yeah. trying to butter up for the All-Ireland solos <laughs> <laughs> I think he's judging us for Stevie McQuillan uh, there you go so, yeah. so but aye so obviously John's Cookstown man himself yes. many yeah. years with Tully Leggan on was he Tully Leggan man and Phil Marshall for years oh yeah what the noise Tully Leggan man John was in Tully Leggan as well so. yeah alright See, it's all coming back round. Who knows? Sometime we'll be interviewing you. You'll be hitting the big mixer over the FM. I don't. I don't well, my fiance <laughs> might have something to say that I'm. I'm already in bad books this week for coming down here every night. But it is what it is. Up, I can't complain. People know, like when you're pipe bands, you're busy all the time. But uh, your friends and family are very supportive and put up with a lot of stuff at times where you maybe don't see you. So, like, but that's it. So we're enjoying ourselves here at the tattoo. Yeah, she's on some more mass somewhere, and I'm down here just waiting right to the finale. <laughs> but no, God. well, Scott, thanks a million for chatting to us. No, on the no problem. Right? Thank you very Thank much. You. Cheers. So I was a mulling about backstage for kind of halfway through, and I figured now is as good a time as any to talk about the lead piper here at the tattoo, and also the lead drummer. Yeah, Mr. Alan Barr and Mr. Gavin Node. Well, joining us on the show, we have two of the most important pipers and drummers in this year's Belfast Tattoo. You like to introduce yourself, lads? <laughs> I'm Alan Barr, the senior pipe major of the Belfast Tattoo. Yes, sir. And I'm Gavin Node, the leading drummer. So, guys, what's this year's tattoo been like for you guys as being the head of the piping and drumming? Has it been easy, plain sailing, <laughs> putting it all together? It's always difficult whenever you bring foreign bands in because the rehearsal time is limited. But yeah, uh, with three hours rehearsal on Wednesday night, and maybe the audience need to really know that what we put on in an evening consists really of three hours rehearsal and one dress rehearsal. Yeah, and I think we do quite well considering you know the Mounties from Canada only come in on Wednesday morning and we had a our rehearsal on Wednesday night and the, the Gurkhas were here on Wednesday morning as well and the South African Irish were here on Tuesday I think so we really only all came together on Wednesday evening so really and truthfully we do quite well under the that's a lot of pressure I'm sure like that's only what two or three days really and then you're on stage and even at that I'm saying it's days like you're not practicing all day like if you say it's three hours practice and then ding <laughs> there you go well, I think we, we, the two of us have tried, you know, with with the foreign bands to to send out the music with plenty of notice and send out, you know, video files and audio files, so we can try and, and get them, you know, as prepared as they can be before they arrive. But yeah. whenever you have everybody together on the floor, it takes a lot of organisation. People are playing things different ways and trying to pull it all together um, and yeah. trying to make sure they actually know the material. It's 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 quite difficult. So no, that's it too, and I'm sure. Like, how far in advance would you guys have the tune selection ready for a tattoo? Well, Gavin and me met, I think it was just before Christmas, and we got the tunes together, and by the time we uh, got music and started out, everybody should have had the music in February, mm. and then Gavin done uh, videos of the drum scores and sent them out, and I done audios of the, the pipe scores and sent them out, so they maybe had them 8 to 10 weeks ago. But the thing with having foreign bands, you're you're relying on them actually sitting down and learning them. You know, whereas uh, some of the local papers, the one from Battle Hill, Tully Lagan, there's mm-hmm. uh, one from Marleku, there's two or three from Rivara, Scott's sort of Phil Marshallese, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
I've been at Battle Hill to set chanters and I know they know the stuff and Tully Lagan I was down with him running through the Avicii stuff I, know, I knew they knew the stuff so Yara Lan and the foreign bands going that extra yeah. mile and looking an effort so that's one thing I wanted to draw from my experience being at the tattoo it's a meeting of worlds between the military bands and the tattoo bands if you want to lost guys involved in the competitive scene how do you find the two worlds meet piping and drumming wise it's very very different you know um, obviously you know and for, the, for the competitions you know it's it's you know you're really trying to get stuff off as, as well as you can and you know play together as well as you can to go out and win a competition so you know you're so well rehearsed and it's very pressurized whilst here you know it's it's a lot it is a lot more relaxed for you know certainly for the bands for Alan and myself maybe not just as relaxed but um you know it's, it's much more relaxed it's much more enjoyable you know that it's just it's more a bit of a fun you know a bit of fun rather than anything else um but it's you obviously still need to go out and put on a show and make sure that everybody's you know playing the stuff or yeah. playing it as well as they can so it's uh, it, it's it's different it is definitely different it's a very different atmosphere and a very different feel to it you know so what have what have your thoughts been on the floor already? You have two performances under your belt now. Now that I'm chatting to you, and you have one more to go. How have you found it on the floor right there in Belfast this year? Uh, getting better with every show. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think the flute bands and stuff—they got a lot more time for rehearsal. The melody bands got a lot more time for rehearsal. For the pipe bands, we are coming back off the competition season. I'm now guys are only starting to really look at the stuff after the world's there but some guys make a good effort and some guys guys could make more of an effort is that yeah. as diplomatic as yeah. that's diplomatic yeah. 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 <laughs> but no it is enjoyable and it we come off there this afternoon and we're we're quite happy and the guys get praised when they deserve it and uh Last night I was angry, so they got angry. <laughs> <laughs> but you want them to enjoy it as much as possible as well. You know, they're coming over to, to participate in the show, and you don't want to be shouting and roaring and, um, you know, sort of giving off to them. But sometimes, like, like the likes of last night, you can't help it, you know, because ultimately, if it's wrong, you know, it, it reflects on us. So um, that's why we have oh, to. You're quite right, too, yeah. You want the standard. You know, you, you try and push the bar as high as you can with the quality of papers you have. And obviously, Gavin and myself, we want it to be as good as we can because social media, everybody's videoing it and putting links up. And you want it to be as good because yeah, it's the Belfast tattoo and we have a job to do, I suppose, at the end of the day. And you like it to be as good as we can make it. Well, that's but, it. You know, nobody goes out there to try and make a, a, a hash of things to try and do their best, but... Well, that's it. And I think, to be fair to you guys, I think you succeed. You know, it's been. I just managed to catch the performance this afternoon, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thought it was outstanding. Um, so, you guys have been involved in a few tattoos now. To be fair to say, yeah. How does this year's tattoo compare to possibly previous years? Any comparison? That's a difficult question. To be <laughs> it with. is. Yeah. I, I gotta be honest with you. We don't really see a lot of this show <laughs> <laughs> because it's difficult to go out there and watch. But uh, yeah. Uh, what, what I would say is, and this is probably not a criticism, but uh, if you've got local pipes, pipe bands doing the show, you can go and visit them and you know their progress. If you've got a fire yeah. band, you don't know what they're doing. You can't really visit the band hall. And, yeah. <laughs> not exactly, but uh, <laughs> as you say, I had the pleasure of going down to Battle Hill and 
obviously down to Tully Lagan to do the Avicii thing mm. and I Gavin and me trying to do something a wee bit different and that's why we thought we've seen the, the Tully Lagan uh, thing on Facebook from their band we thought that'd be a good thing to maybe bring into it and the likes of the 8 bar intro into the jigs it's maybe difficult for some of the foreign pipe bands that actually don't compete because they maybe just don't understand the breaks as well as Gavin and me do yeah. and it's very easy to fall into a trap of us saying but it's dead simple Aye. because we do it quite regularly and yeah. there's maybe guys who are going what's this yeah. What's, what's a, a jig? Maybe yeah. you haven't yeah. played a jig before. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. You, tr- you, tr- you do try and pick music. I, I said to you last year, Rabbi, mm-hmm. you try and pick music that'll please pipe on people, that please the audience. That's why endearing young charms and when Irish eyes are smiling in there. And, yeah. And you try and get, you know, to please everyone, which is difficult. No, certainly, yeah. So, guys, away from tattoo talk, then let's talk about your pipe band season. Then, from where you've been. Gavin, congratulations. Thanks very much. Yeah, <laughs> delighted. Absolutely over the moon with uh, the world's victory. So um, the band uh, the band was superb. And, and on the Saturday, the two performances were probably the best two performances we've had all year. And um, we were absolutely over the moon with the, with the win now. So yeah I think the, I think the celebration by the way for the FM I think has been the stuff of legends <laughs> yeah. now the yeah. amount of reports we've got saying that you guys was, are still it was, going it was it was brilliant you know and it was such such a tough competition as well you know we have so many top quality bands and this year probably more than any year it was so open with mm. so many bands winning majors you know Scottish Power and, and Inverary and St Lawrence um, it was it was really wide open and um, you know, for us, I suppose the pressure wasn't as much on us because we hadn't won a major this year up until the Worlds, and yeah. you know there wasn't the same expectation as there maybe would have been in previous years. But um, the band was uh, had been there or thereabouts all year, and it really had really turned it on the Worlds. It was really, really, really good. Oh, certainly, it was great to see. So, with that in mind, you've dropped a bit of big news not too long ago about Alistair stepping down from his role. It's kind of sorry to see him go. Absolutely, yeah. Alistair's been a, a long-serving member of the band and a really important member of the band. Um, he's been he's done a fantastic job there and supporting Richard. Um, so it's it's very sad to see him go. Although it's totally understandable, you know, with his, oh, yeah. his commitments. Um, but um, and Matt Wilson, I think, will have a fantastic replacement. Um, Matt's done a fantastic job with uh, with the, the dollar outfit. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He knows his stuff, and uh, I think he couldn't ask for a better replacement. So well, that's it. Well, I wish him well. Pass Absolutely. on my best wishes. So then, on to yourself, then Alan. We're not having quite a great season, to be fair. I mean, we've been following Grade Two this year. Grade Two, no offense to Grade One guys, but we think Grade Two was where most of the competition was this season. It was so interesting yeah. to watch. Ravara didn't have a bad year. Uh, no, not really. It's it's very difficult whenever a band goes down from Grade One, the first year and back in Grade Two. It, it can be very easy for the band to keep sliding, but mm. Ravara seems to be a band that can recover and do okay again in grade two and to be honest we knew Toss Calc with the quality papers they have we were always going to struggle to maybe beat them in the front end but we knew the back end was going to always be a close competition you have Manor in there as well New Ross mm. probably on their day New Ross are maybe maybe the best drum corps in grade two yeah. I'm not really qualified to judge Drummond, unfortunately, but they've done really well. They're only up in the grade. They won the uh, British, I believe, Paisley. What's the Paisley? Yeah, yeah, Paisley, aye. And they maybe won somewhere else, the drum corps. 
I'm not exactly sure, but I think yeah. they were champion of champions overall, were they not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, no, uh, we were happy enough to get one major. To be honest, we're always runners up to class cap most weeks. With I gotta say, some ropey enough performances at times. So mm. I have to say, maybe our best performance this year was Portrush. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, Port- I have yeah. to feel that the band was excellent. Uh, mm. I don't know where maybe Klaus Kalt maybe just weren't as good that day or not I didn't really hear them but yeah. I thought we had pushed them hard enough that they were, they were going to have to be good unfortunately yeah. at the Worlds for us neither performance is great well, you know we don't have yeah. to go into the final and we're poor in the final so we don't really have any complaints we've got something to build on with a few new members into the band there's a brand new drum corps at the back end Matthew's done he's done outstanding fantastic. work there yeah yeah he really has that's one of the things I want to draw attention to the listeners as far as drummers this past season have been one of the cores I've loved watching this season mm. yourselves and New Ross obviously New Ross are outstanding in the drumming but definitely Rivera's been up there challenging them you know Matthew's done a lot of work he's a couple of guys in there actually haven't played at that level ever before really? Why? in fact there's one guy who's never competed before Matthew's put a lot of work in and mm. like I'm sure everybody had apprehensions about how Rivera Trump Corps was going to do but fair play to Matthew well, he's stuck in there certainly he's proved everybody <laughs> wrong and he's got a good base to build on next year I think he's a f- couple of players maybe coming in stronger players so happy days maybe he'll be uh, pushing a bit harder next year uh, you never know well guys I want to wish you both the very best for next season yeah I've been watching you both well thrilled, yeah. we'll be cheering you on from home I'm sure Grant, and all the best for the rest of your tattoo. Thanks. Thanks very much, guys. We're on the floor of the SSE Arena, and I'm joined by... VIP Dolies. Um, We have brought over doll drummers and dancers. We've teamed up with APV Bhangra, um, and we've put on an Indian drumming and dancing show. Awesome. Yeah. I have to say, you guys add definitely a splash of colour to the tattoo. (laughs) You know, really colourful outfits and everything. It's just fantastic to see. Now, most of our listeners would all be piping and drumming fans, and I'm aware that you guys are, know a friend of ours, Craig. Yeah, Edward, yeah, yeah, we know Craig really well, so we've been playing with um, uh, bagpipes for for, yeah. for for years, probably 15, 16 years. So really? in Scotland, we, we, we do like a, a fusion, uh, we kind of nickname it Haggis Pakora, <laughs> the mix yeah. of two, two fusions of um, awesome. bagpipes and Indian drums, and yeah, it works really well. See. So with your performance here in Belfast, how have you found it? Uh, absolutely brilliant yeah it's it's, um, it's 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 really good there's been so much commitment from from all the guys um we've done something at the glasgow tattoo which is a little bit of a taste that was only a little two minute session and yeah. then um this year the producers thought right what if we give you the full stage what can you do with the lighting the choreography and just awesome. a pure yeah. full-on indian dance set so this is what we've come here to deliver no i think definitely a bit of a fan favorite for a lot of guys in the audience so Thanks a million for coming. No problem. Thanks for having us. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah, the fans have been perfect, and you know, there, there's a lot of engaging parts in the set where we get them to clap along and cheer, and they've all been doing it. And I think that's what the producer were after. So, ah, yeah, it's been brilliant. Yeah. So, I need to ask you a question before I let you go. Well, we normally have two big rap show questions. Oh right, okay. Uh, number one is: Have you got a favourite cheese? Have I got a favourite cheese? Mm. Well, I'm actually trying to go vegan, so at the moment I'm trying a range of vegan cheeses, Ah. and just now... Is that a thing? You can get vegan cheese? Yeah, you can. I mean, it's not not the best. The soft cheese is quite good, so I guess I can still answer your question and say Vio Life vegan cheese. 
worth a try. I'll have to look at that. That's a good one. Grand. So, obviously, you have been involved in the piping scene. You've been playing along with pipes now for a long time. Can you tell me what what has been your most memorable moment? I think, actually, the most memorable moment before this has been playing at the Glasgow Tattoo. Um, There was four pipe bands, um, Loman and Clyde pipe band. um, Yeah, we were... Shout out to them. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we came along and done done the two minutes for them as well. Um, mm. That's just that that has just been brilliant. Um, it's just so much fun on the big stage. So yeah, oh, there you go. I'm sure, and many more memorable moments to come. So again, absolutely. Thanks a million for chatting to us. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you, Abjures. So I'm at the Tuck Shop raising money for cancer research. Yeah. yeah. And who's actually behind everyone but a world champion? <laughs> hey Emma, how you Hi. doing? I'm good. How are you? That's it. Tell me, what was it like to lift the big in? Unbelievable, um, <laughs> unbelievable. It's, yeah. I, there's really no words to describe it. Um, it's been a while since I lifted the title. The first time I lifted it was 2010. So was it that long ago, really? Yeah. Wow. Eight years yeah. I've been waiting. So. Wow. There yeah, you go. It was a bit emotional. So from that, so tell me this: What happened whenever the result got read out? <laughs> We're still trying to figure this out. Your mace went flying. Um. Yeah. I, I was just standing there and. It was one of those things where my first reaction, I just didn't think about it and I'd already done it and I threw it and I was like, <laughs> why did I it. do that? I, was like, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. And it was only I was walking past it. I was like, I should probably lift that, shouldn't I? Yeah, oh. I just yeah, claw it and hope somebody <laughs> yeah. catches it. Yeah. Yeah. So how did your world championships go then? From the morning then through your heats and everything, how did you think things on the ground was going? I have never been that relaxed in really? my life. That's been the most relaxed I've been in years at the Worlds. I think it's because I went into that first year in seniors, no pressure. You know, yeah. I, I felt absolutely no pressure and I think that's what actually helped my performances. I was just so relaxed and calm and I think that really showed yeah. in my performances, so played out well. There you go, it certainly did. <laughs> yeah. So, I have to say, with the amount of messages that came in, that seems to be quite a popular result, I'm sure popular with yourself included, <laughs> Uh, is there anyone then in drum major in the world that you would kind of look to as a possible mentor or someone that you're looking up to at the moment? Um, actually, there's a lot of people that I look up to that actually don't compete anymore. Um, really? Brian Wilson is oh, yeah. a huge inspiration of mine. He Obviously, he's had three world adult titles himself. and. Yeah. He's actually basically made a career out of drum major, and like he's got into the Belfast Tattoo, like the tattoo organisation, through what he's done, and he's travelled the world. So mm. I really look up to him, and also Violet McBride, back in the yes. day, because you know female that did exceptionally well. So those would be the two. There you go, two outstanding drum majors. Yeah. So tell me this, Emma, being a current world champion, then obviously carries its own weight. How are you going to be tackling next season? Um, I'm going to be so relaxed. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think now that now that my name will be on it, I'll be like, oh well, I'm fine. It's okay. That's it done now. Yeah, yeah but no I want worries. to. I want to still prove myself. I want. I still. I don't want people to be like, how'd she win? Like, I want to stand there and just keep improving and improving, and that's all I can do, really. Well, we want to wish you well for the next season coming forward. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Can you explain to us then before I let you go? Can you tell us about the Crispies? <laughs> Who's the Crispies? <laughs> it's 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 an elite group. It's it's a very elite group. I see. You don't right. you don't talk about it. You do. Oh, I see. Mention no names, of course. No. But I think a little bit of a teaser for the podcast listeners: the Crispies will be involved at the Rab Show live event. They will indeed. So everyone yeah. should get their tickets to find out who the Crispies actually are. There you go, because you'll be revealing yourselves. Yeah, I'll be revealing that sounded to the wrong, public. didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Emma, thanks so much, and I wish you the best of luck. For Thank the rest you. Of the Thank Bye. you.
So, who would have thought? Backstage at the tattoo, I'm dandering around, and lo and behold, I run into world champion senior drum major Emma Barr, serving tea and sandwiches to everyone backstage. And, yeah, incredible. I think that's anything that kind of sums up this event for you. You get some of the biggest, brightest and best in the piping world in general. And just, yeah chilling out having fun and chatting to people and if anything i've had a ball so far and yeah i am not done i shall continue on my travels i have to say though first of all <clears throat> people have been asking about rab show merchandise people have been saying can they get their hands on t-shirts and hoodies still is it still a thing and the answer is yes it is still very much a thing um, i know the piping season is over and if anything we are going to be launching some new lines so i know the designs and stuff that we have up now at the moment They've been there for a while, so we're going to be refreshing things. So, <clears throat> with that in mind, if you are interested in getting your hands on some Rab Show merch, go along to thebigrabshow.com, click on the shop icon, and yeah, they're all up there. And if anything, I would suggest that you grab them now before we yeah get rid of them for a whole new batch. So, with that in mind, I hope that answers your questions on merch. Time for me to dander on, see if I can get some more interviews from people backstage at this amazing tattoo. So joining me is some of the organiser team. You guys are kind of the wheels behind the scenes. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Mervyn Hearn, Hello, backstage Mervyn. crew. How you doing, Mervyn? How are you? Stephen Chapman, Steve backstage crew. Yes. Now, the last time I was chatting to you, Stephen, you had the full regalia on, and we're out on the floor. I am a senior drum major last year Yeah. for the pipes and drums. This year, the senior drum major is Michael Monroe from Royal Scots. Yes. And I'm more backstage. I've been taking the flute bands this year and hopefully join them later on. On the floor. Yeah, oh, perfect. Well, we'll hopefully get chatting to them later in the podcast. So, Mervyn, again, another yeah, tattoo. Back again. Where does time go? I know. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to roll around seriously quick, though. Ah, uh, it does, I. But then we have a lot of planning to do, you know, a year. And then we start straight back in for the next year again. And That's it's a small thing, unit yeah. of people, and they all work well together. And yeah, uh, so it's good. And we've just fed 670 people, so. I know. An hour. <laughs> so we're not too bad. <laughs> No, it's a big operation, getting everybody Absolutely. fed and yeah. watered and all of yeah. that. Well, it takes all the organisations from you guys, putting that well, together. Well, we work well, for, we work as a team, and that's what we're here for, and we do what we're told, by the way. So Brian, Brian, big, Brian keeps us right, you know. Brian, 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 of course, no. Brian's always in the background, Brian, you know. Brian's the boss, he's the one yeah. that runs it. You he's know. the boss man, oh dear, right. <laughs> So I have to say then, throughout this competitive year and piping world, have you been to any competitions this year yourself, Mervyn? Well, I went to Portrush, to be honest, um, right. because, well, I had a cottage book down, and I take a cottage up there every year, so... What did you I think of Portrush? Port yeah, well, it's kind of strange. It's a strange feeling, yeah. because they're revamping the whole Ramore head, and uh, at the last minute, I think they had to move into the car park, and, well, it, uh, it seemed to work fine, and... Uh, it seemed to go all right from where I was standing, but I enjoyed my wee day out, and I met an awful lot of people that said that they still had a wee bit of a candle burning for Mervyn Hearn, if uh, I could yeah. say it that yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I miss pipe bands, like I missed my right arm. So, plans already in motion then, lads, for next year, is what I'm hearing. Yes. Oh, and 2021. Really? Yeah. yeah. Far ahead. Wow. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm so going away to Liverpool next week, Ron. Well, that's it, too. To see the Liverpool you, don't, you don't yeah. stop? No. no, don't stop. No. 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 So That'll be an interesting experience on its own, you know. Yeah. Sure. Isn't this the first Liverpool tattoo? First this one, the yeah. First. Yeah. yeah. So they go, well, I have to say, I'm kind of sorry to hear that the Glasgow one got cancelled. Oh, I know. All I of mean, that. Who knows? Never say never. 
That's it. It would be mm. awesome to see it back in Glasgow because oh, I think by all accounts fabulous. it went down really well. Yeah, the you audience know. was marvellous. Yeah. Very receptive. Yes. A few technical problems with the arena and yeah. it just didn't work out for us, unfortunately. So, aye, aye. Was, uh, hopefully we'll get back there again. There I mean, go. Colin seems to get all the good acts, you know, and, and these things are, these musicians are, they amaze me, you know, a lot of them. They're fabulous. World class. Really oh, fabulous. Yeah. And World class. Could, if you asked me, did, would you want to pick out the best, I would say Amigo Laden was brilliant. Absolutely. That cold place yeah. shows thing is every every fabulous. Every act there is fantastic. Of aye. course, oh, you have to mention the Flying Ground Plus. Absolutely amazing. I mean I would still go back and say I like the Royal Canadian Mounted Police because yeah. that's my background. So yeah. and I got a wee gift from them and all this afternoon, oh, a wee medallion and all, so that was quite nice. Yeah, that's that's lovely. No, but they're good and very nice people. All them people put their time and effort in and that's they put it. on a quality show and the people come to see it and that's all we're looking and for. And it's nice to see the Indian drummers over. They started with us at, in Glasgow for the first time yeah. with the pipes and drums, just one of them or two of them. Mm-hmm. And now they've brought a troop over with them. And it's nice to see them here too. And that's it. The very broad Glaswegian accents as Absolutely. well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So guys, we wait with bated breath to hear about the news for the next tattoo then. Can you oh, give us any kind of little sneaky peeks? Well, Who can we expect? I, I don't, I'm not privy to that, Rob, so uh, I don't know whether I'm ever I wouldn't like to divulge. <coughs> uh, well, I do, I, to be honest, I would be giving out false information and I just don't know what the. I, will, I don't know the for that myself. But it'll, follow the, same, confirmed yet, it'll no. follow the same routine and, and they're looking far and wide, shall we say, for yeah. uh, something different and more spectacular than before, you know. Yeah. So it's it, it's all augers good. Yeah, you have to keep the thing fresh. Oh, and you have oh, to certainly. keep it fresh. You yeah. know, and Others. I keep telling the listeners of the show this, but the tattoo seems to be getting bigger every year. This year is no exception. Again, yeah. it seems to be raising the bar. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. getting ridiculous now, lads. It is. It is. Yeah, but well, we, have, we have changed the format till two days, two shows in the, today Adam, Adam and one yeah, last yeah, night. Yeah. So, you know, the matinee was a trial run. Yeah. We've done it two years ago. Yeah. yeah. So this one, yeah, it I think it's worked out very well. You know, the big thing, Robbie, all these things is trying to tell the people that... Please come and join us for a quality afternoon of music. Yeah. That's, that's it. all it is. And it's in your own then, backyard. But then yeah. there's so much yeah. happening in Belfast. I love you, Rob. You know, we right. had that Northern Ireland match today, and then we have the proms, uh, proms in the park yeah. just down yeah. the road from us here. So a lot, lot, lots going on. Lots of people doing mm-hmm. other things, and it's. It's, it's good to get them in. It's yeah. good to get them in. Undercover in a dry arena. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get wet at the Belfast International <laughs> Tattoo. I can assure you of that. You know. And Mr. Watson keeps us on our toes as well. That's it, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. In a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> so Belfast is a good place to be. And so if you haven't been to the Belfast Tattoo yet, go now. Although it's now changed titles. It's now Belfast International, International. Tattoo. I um, keep forgetting to add that in there. Um, so yeah, if you haven't yet, yeah, I do stress next year. Keep an eye on the website, BelfastTattoo.com, I think it is. It'll be advertised immediately, probably after this one, so you know, it'll, be, there it'll you go. be on the website. Yeah. After, obviously, we'll get Liverpool over, and then it'll be all hands again. Yeah. On to the next show. I, I, I was called the laminator last night <laughs> right, by Helen Mark's husband <laughs> because I've laminated about 2,000 of these things here. Oh, for the people. passes. Yeah. <laughs> so my arms are sore and my head's aching. <laughs> but there you go that's part of it fantastic that's part well of it. guys thanks so much for chatting oh, to us wish you the best for the rest and we're glad you're here too okay. oh, yes, thanks nice to have right. you here cheers okay. thanks. you know you walk the corridors and you just follow the sound don't you of pipers tuning up <laughs> I don't know if it's a drumming thing but the pipers are constantly tuning up LoneStarPiper.com 
serving the piping and drumming community in the USA for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full range of bagpipes, including Henderson and Celtic themed lines of kilts, doublets and bespoke Highland wear like sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com also offers tailored payment plans for any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, they can help you with a full custom design from Adanti Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry or getting that true, unique look for your band, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. The Harris Kilt Company, 150 Sandy Row, Belfast, offering high-quality garments with unique styles enough to cover any wedding, formal event, or even pipe band competition. They can offer a full range of kilt and jacket combinations, all completed with Highland accessories, all available for sale or for hire. If you're looking for a Highland-inspired outfit of the highest quality, then look no further than Harris Kilts. HarrisKilts.com 150 Sandy Row, Belfast. Check them out. Are you on the lookout for a set of vintage pipes? Then look at Source Bagpipes. Bagpipes ranging from McDougall, Glenn, Stark, McKinnon, McPhee, Henderson, Laurie and Sinclair and many, many more. In addition, brand new set of pipes by Booth and Pettigrew. They have a no-quibble return policy with 25% deposit securing any set of bagpipes. Also offering a full payment plan to be able to pay for your set of pipes over 12 months. Source Bagpipes now have a range of vintage pipe chanters and vintage practice chanters in stock and are all up on their website, sourcebagpipes.co.uk. Contact Ross for more information. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Well, joining me are two amazingly brilliant pipers. Let's <laughs> all screw your faces up. So, welcome to The Rab Show podcast. We have two guys here from Tully Lagan. Uh, what do you call it? It's not the junior band, it's the development band, is that what you call it? What's the proper title? Tully Lagan Development Band, I think. Just junior band. Junior band. Yeah. I've been calling it the junior band. I don't know if that's right or not. I think it is. So, guys, you've lifted the pipes in this season with the junior band for the first time. What's it been like in the circle? Oh, it's nerve wracking for me. Uh, I'm Vanessa Shilliday. Yes. Why um, I didn't introduce you? Sorry, <laughs> Vanessa. Yeah. And I've been playing six competitions now, and uh, it's been really exciting. Sure. Very yeah. nerve wracking, but it's good fun. From going Everyone from try it. bare bone basics to standing in the circle, though. Yeah. It's a big jump. Uh, been playing for five years, so See. not too uh, bad. So. so you kind of think it's about time you were in there. Yeah. Then, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Grant, what about yourself then? I'm Margaret, and I have like, with the junior band, I've been in the senior for six years now. So, See. so you're now the hand now. This. Yeah, unfortunately. A, a pro now. Well, I wouldn't call it a pro, but I know what I'm doing. <laughs> So how have you found it as well, going through the whole development system? You work a lot with the learners in the band. Yeah, it's amazing to see a junior band out. Like, we didn't even think that we'd get out this year, but we turned a lot of corners and got there. It's been great to see, to be yeah. fair. And you guys are kind of superstars in the piping world at the moment. Tully Lagan are talked about as being very progressive when it comes to learning new things. 
uh, one for instance would be the what do you call the Lincoln Hilton tune that you guys have been playing yeah and tell us a bit about that how did that all start well I think one of our tutors Andrew Shilliday heard it and we all kind of liked it so we tried to get the music out for us and yeah. sampled it down a bit for us to be able to play it and learnt us <laughs> the basics of it so. must be kind of awesome playing that though oh, it's, it's more unusual than regular MSRs and stuff I know, you know. and doing all the modern music too like solo dance it's class sure a lot of fun though yeah. Aye. So as well as learning your six eights and four fours, you get to do something that's a bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, what do you think next season has in store for you? Will you be playing more competitions next season? Thank you. Think so. Yeah. I think this year you only played a handful. Maybe you said it was what five or six this year. Was it? Yeah, we six yeah, this year. Maybe. Yeah. Do so you reckon you'll push out for a few majors? I hope to think so. Like, if we get more wee junior pipers up and get the band a wee bit more in, yeah. we might be able to get more band, more competitions. Do you know, to be fair, I'll throw my hat in the ring. It would be awesome to see the wee band in there and the world. That would be brilliant. I'll turn out. Yeah, so I'll be chaired at the sidelines for you. So, thanks a million for chatting. So, joining me here backstage, it's a bit busy right now. So, uh, joining me. Is yeah, it's uh, Craig Herwell. <laughs> How are you doing, Craig? So yes, very well, thanks, sir. Which band are you with? I'm part major for the South African Irish Regiment, Pipes and Drums. Awesome. So I have to ask you, first of all, how has your Belfast tattoo been so far? It's been, it's been a good experience, um, an expensive one, very expensive. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I think the guys are very happy. It's the first time since the band's formation in 1939 that, that we've uh, made it to Ireland. Wow, really? So this is your first visit here? Yes, yeah. yes. Have you managed to see much of uh, Ireland and Northern Ireland? Yes, we've done uh, quite a bit of, of uh, touring around Belfast and, uh, and that, and then we moved, down to, we moved down to Dublin on, well, tomorrow. Oh, see, excellent. So have, to, have you had any pints of the black stuff yet? Quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> I've only got ten fingers, though. <laughs> Excellent stuff. So can you tell me a bit about the band, then? Do you guys... Uh, how did the whole thing come about? How did Pipes and Drums get to South Africa? Well, the, 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 the regiment was first formed in um, 1914 at the outbreak of uh, the Second World War. First World War, sorry. Yeah. And, and um, the regiment has been going on. It was... Um, it was uh, disbanded after the after the war in 1918, and then it was restarted up in, in um, I think 1939, and the pipe band was also formed in in, in 1939. They went up north. Um, they, they they trained in Barberton, and then went up to um, to Egypt and that. And uh, the band was basically well, the regiment was basically taken out at the Battle of Sidorizay. So the guys were either killed or taken prisoner of war. Um, so the regiment again basically was the survivors were sent to other units. And then um, and then the band as such was formed as a, a, a regimental association band in 1946. And, um, and it carried on until the regimental band was restarted again in 1976. Um, so the band has only really had the regiment has only had um, three pipe majors since 1939, really? which was wow. pipe major Fred Simons that started the band in 1939, um, <laughs> and uh, pipe major Chris Mullender who restarted the band in 76, mm-hmm. and I took over from Chris Mullender in 1989. 
Wow, and you've been there ever since? I've been there ever since. The Regimental Association Band has only had two pipe majors, which was Fred Simons from 1939 to 1978, and I took over 79 to the present day. Wow. We just combined the two bands together after I took over the Regimental oh. Band in 89. I see, I see. So can you tell me then, obviously we're used to piping and drumming here in the UK, in Northern Ireland. Our conditions are a bit cold and wet. Yes. What's it like having to play pipes and drums, obviously in your climate? Well, South Africa is very difficult. We're based in, in Johannesburg, which is which is very, very high altitude. Yeah. So we do, we do battle with, with tone and dryness. Um, but then we've got bands down at the coast in Durban, Cape Town, all sea level, which is very similar to, to the climate in that year. So, you know, um, we do battle on the half hour to, to get a tone and maintain tone. So, yeah, I'm sure it will be difficult right now. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys compete at all in the competitive world? Yes. Um, the band was a non-competing band right from 39 and... Um, when I started, when I took over the association band, we started competing in 1982 as a, as a, in South Africa at that stage there was only two grades, one and two. The regimental band that Chris Mullender took over in 76, um, they competed and he built it up to a grade one band. Mm-hmm. We were competing as grade two. And, um, and then what happened later on is because of the, the, the standard between South Africa and and out in the UK, um, for bands to compete as a pipe band association over here, we had to play. If we were grade one in South Africa, we had to play grade one in the UK, in the UK. which was a total. Yeah. It just wasn't working. No. So we we actually cancelled grade one and then had a grade two, three, and four, and then we've got the juvenile and novice juvenile bands there. So at this stage, we fairly high up on the in grade three uh, and um, we do we do most of the contests but we first and foremost are a, a regimental band so we do regimental functions yeah. and we do a lot of the, the parades for the ex-servicemen and that sort of thing I see so obviously as you say regimental duties come first but obviously competitions are a part of that life yeah. well well, yes it, it is yeah. part of our of our duty we are allowed to compete as a, as a, as a, as a regimental band so yes, we do we do all of those things, and um, but we just our standard is maintained through contests. I see, I see. So how has your past season been then? How has past couple of years been for the band? Um, well, we ended up as as a second in grade three, um, and um, our drum corps won champion of champions. Ah, superb! Yeah. So um, so yes, we keep a very nice standard, but we are definitely a grade three band in South Africa, not a grade two band. But because we do a hell of a lot of other work. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Perhaps if all the regimental duties weren't there, who knows? Yes, well, exactly. that's, a, yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. So I have to ask then, it is kind of unusual to see our Ulster Scots culture trying, or traveling so far. Why the bagpipes for your regiment then? What made that decision? Well, because it was the the regiment was formed as an Irish regiment. Oh. There were a lot of um, people that had left the UK and um, the regiment was made up at that stage of, they, they started the regiment, I think they had a whole battalion within three weeks actually. Really? And, it, and, and it was basically your, your, your tram drivers and your municipal yeah. people 
that, that joined the that joined the regiment, wow. and then they they basically faded out, but the, the name and the traditions and that have, have have maintained. I see, and the rest, as they say, has been history. It's history, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, welcome to Belfast. It's been fantastic to see you here. Thanks so much, Rob, yeah. and it's been great to be here. We've met a lot of great people. The people are lovely. And it's been a great experience being here. I'm sure. Well, I hope it's not the last time we see you. I hope to have you yes. back in Belfast. Yes, sir. No. Thanks yeah. so much, Rob. Thanks so much for chatting to me. Thank you. Well, joining me backstage is the senior drum major of the Belfast Tattoo. How are you, Mike? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you very much. So, how has your experience been at this year's tattoo? Yeah, it's good. Um, I first uh, done the Belfast Tattoo in 2014. Um, so when it's junior years and coming back sort of four years later you know I've seen a, a vast improvement moving forward yeah uh, one thing I'm taking from this speaking to everyone it seems to get better every year yeah and it's yeah. good to see um, living locally you know it's a, a local tattoo it's good to come down and uh, see it moving forward that's it so tell us a bit about yourself then <laughs> being senior drum major What's your background there? So I, I've been in the uh, sort of pipe band life uh, since I was 13 year old. Started playing the side drum uh, with the Army Cadet Force. Um, from there I joined the Army at 16 years old and I went straight into the 1st Battalion of Black Watch, Pipes and Drums. Uh, so I've done most of my career there uh, as a side drummer, uh, progressing through and then eventually done the drum majors course in 2013 at the Army School of Bagpipe Music and Highland Drumming. Yeah. From there, moved on to take over the drum major of the 1st Battalion of the Royal Regiment of Scotland. Wow. Um, so since then, I've done uh, tattoos all over the world as drum major, um, including Edinburgh, New Zealand, uh, Australia. Wow. I've done the Basel tattoo four times. Four times? Yeah. So, wow. yeah, very busy. I'm sure, yeah, you put in some air miles. <laughs> so I have to say then, obviously, what was it like for the first time ticking the maze? Obviously, leading a batch, bound to be a bit of a jump from being at the back. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, my first job was in Paderborn in Germany. Uh, that was my first time out in front of the band by myself. Uh, it was good reception when when we got there. So you know, when you walk out and you get that that moment of pride whenever yeah. whenever you're out in front of the band. So yeah, it was really good. It's bound to be something special. Then. Yeah. So have you ventured at all into the competitive scene? Has it all been military work? Um, no. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been around some various competing bands. I've took the last couple of years out. Um, Last competed two years ago with uh, Drumlock Pipe Band. Ah, hello, the Drumlock. How you doing, guys? <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, that was it. I've, I've had a couple of years out since then. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to get back into it next year. Good stuff. That's what I want to hear. That's, that's excellent. There you go. So then, tell me, how has been your reception been here at the tattoo? You find, how have you found the crowds? Yeah, the crowds have been great. Um, hopefully, tonight we'll go on for the final performance and we'll uh, we'll have a full house and have a better better audience. So then, obviously, this is now your second tattoo, and you said that there was notable changes between back then in 2014 to now. Can you tell us what, what they are? What do you think the main changes well, are? Well, I think one of the main, the main changes is the, the acts that they've brought to Belfast. Um, the acts are you know, some really good class acts there, um, some good quality within the bands, uh, and some of, some of the overseas bands as well. Are, you know, they're really good and really in, entertaining. Certainly, and that's one thing I want to take from this is that it's called the Belfast International Tattoo for a reason. They're pulling acts from all over the world. It's incredible. Yeah. So, how have you found it then? With any language barriers between some of the acts at all? Um. Yeah, I find that. You know, you're used to when you're traveling the world and you're doing pipe bands. You're doing tattoos all over the world. You tend to get speaking to people and communicating with people. You just they know the musical language, or language of music, I should say. Yeah, that's it. There's one thing that brings us all together, so... Aye, aye. 
So with all of the tattoos that you've done around the world, then obviously Basil's up there. Yeah, it's well, ba- Basil was hand on heart would be my my favourite tattoo. One. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure looking at the photographs and all of that and the fireworks and everything it's bound to be something special standing there yeah I mean uh, Basel Tattoo the, just the, the Swiss uh, hospitality and the way they go about business is, you know, it's, it's world class everything every minor detail is just looked at and everything's great about it so with that in its mind you know Basel's been going for years and Belfast is still in its fledgling years do you think Belfast will ever reach the dizzy heights yeah, I think it's definitely got the scope there to do it, and uh, like I said, they've, they've progressed in the four years since the last time I'd done it, so if they keep on going in the direction, uh, there's no reason why they can't be up there and compete with the biggest of tattoos. Yeah, I see. Well, if anything, Mike, thanks very much for chatting to us on the show, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Can't wait to see you back on the competitive field again. Cheers, thank you very much. Thank you. I'll let you introduce yourself, sir. Uh, I'm Helga. Hi, how are you? <laughs> and you're here as part of the Flying Grandpas, correct? Yes, I'm a part and I'm the, the first man in this part, in this little part of uh, stupid, crazy police officers from Hamburg. I see. So, obviously you guys aren't local, yeah, so hailing from uh, Germany then? Yeah. Yes, right. We are all from the wonderful city Hamburg and we are all police officers. Oh, police officers too, yeah. So can you tell me a bit about your act? Why are you called the Flying Grandpas? Now, what we want to show is, um, is a team of old men, how they make gymnastic yeah. in the times of the foundation, you know. I see, yeah. I'd say the oldie time, oldie worldy kind of keep fit kind of thing. Jumping over horses and things like that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but are very old horses. Um, th- these are horses. I think schools won't this old equipment now. No, no, yeah. So it's looking back at the old time. Yeah, yeah right. Look back, and, and that's the reason that our costumes are a little bit crazy with the precision eagle oh. on the breast and yeah. with all the beards and the mustaches and, <laughs> and, and the crazy hats we have. Oh, fantastic, yeah. So can you tell me then, how have you found the Belfast tattoo? Have you enjoyed yourself? Oh, it's a wonderful tattoo. It's a, it's yeah. a very little, familiar tattoo, and... Um, and that's what you feel when you perform here. They are very, very friendly all, and the people mm. around the tattoo are friendly, and the people here in Belfast are friendly too. And when they see our costumes or our T-shirts with the name Flying Grandpas, yeah. they come to us, they ask, hey, what are <laughs> you doing? Where are you from? It's very, very friendly here. Oh, great. Yeah. So I have to ask, have you had any pints of the black stuff? Any pints of Guinness? Black stuff? Yeah. Oh, I'm not an alcoholic. No, <laughs> no that's, yeah. that's great. Um, in, in Hamburg, I think we only have one or two pubs where you can drink Guinness. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, yeah. Not Guinness in a bottle, but yeah. Guinness draft. Oh, right. And here yeah, in yeah. Every, every pub, it's wonderful. It's every amazing. Yeah. So there you go. Have you managed to see much of Belfast? No, th- there's, I think it's, we have not, not much time enough that we have the time to travel around a little bit. Yeah. must be very interesting outside. I see. So hopefully after the show finishes, do you think you'll get some time? Oh, for me and my friend, uh, we have to leave tomorrow morning at nine. We have to go to the ferry with our old equipment mm. and to go back home. And the other guys, they will leave, I think, at five I see. Yeah, so not much time, really, though. So, yeah, how have you found the audiences here? Have they enjoyed your performances? Yes. Yes. I think uh, you feel that most of the audience, um, it's the first time that they see our act. 
in many places in the world we have been. They saw us a couple of years ago or something like that. We, mm. Every time we come back to another tattoo, yeah. and here it's the first time, and you feel it when you're on the floor. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, if anything, a lot of people have contacted me and told me to speak to you guys because you're seen as a highlight of the show. Oh, that's Th nice. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, how have you found the other acts on the roster? Is there anyone that you picked out as being kind of cool? Well, what, what all the people in our group love is drums and pipes. That's, really? that's amazing for us because yeah. in, in Hamburg it's absolutely not typical. Really? And because like this, yeah. we, we love it. Yeah, it's something about that noise, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming to the Belfast Tattoo. It's been great seeing you here. Uh, that I hope to see you back again. Yeah, and, and we all we hope that we could come back. That the yeah. audience love us. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So there you go. If you guys listening at home would like to see the flying grandpas again, then let the guys do the tattoo know. Yeah. So thanks so much for chatting to us on the show, guys. Thank You're you very welcome. much. Bye bye. Bye. Joining me in a wee quiet room, which is kind of a rarity here at the Belfast Tattoo. Joining me is Mr. Brian Wilson. How are you, Brian? I'm exhausted, but things are going well, so I, I'm very happy. Yeah, so things have went well this year, I have to say. It's been a pretty impressive tattoo. It has. We've had a lot more variety. The The show ha is a very different show than any other year, mm. and next year's will be even more different again. So, yeah, it's, I'm really excited. I see. So uh, next week, almost, you're straight finished here in Belfast and then jumping on a plane right over to Liverpool. Yeah, the Liverpool Tattoo, we head over on Tuesday and rehearsals start on Wednesday, Thursday, show on Friday, two shows on Saturday, just the same as here in Belfast. That's kind of relentless. I'm sure you're due a holiday after all of this. Uh, two weeks off and then off to South African Tattoo, so there's no time for holidays. <laughs> no rest at all then. Yeah. No rest for the wicket, but I must be really, really wicked. <laughs> So tell me this, I know it's kind of a difficult question to ask because you're like one of the lead organisers, but have you got a favourite act out there, one that you can pick as being, that was kind of cool? For me personally, I have two. Yeah. Uh, the tenor drum section and the mass pipes and drums yeah. is something that I wanted personally. And uh, so I thought the girls done girls and boys, because there was boys in there too, were amazing. It was something, a really different element to pipes and drums for, for, a, sh for a show like ours. And the flying grandpas. Oh my goodness, and I first met them in Nova Scotia uh, three years ago, and I asked them then, come to Belfast. And I said to the guys just a few seconds ago, I can't believe you are here with us. They're amazing, all serving police officers. Uh, there's guys that have nationally played, our trampoline guys. So it was amazing, a funny, difficult, the whole works. Oh, they have it all. Yeah, we've, I've just actually just seen the act for the first time. Laugh my socks off. It was <laughs> something else. Yeah, so I don't know. Will we see them in future tattoos here? You, you certainly will. This will not be their first, their last appearance. They'll be back with us, that's for sure. So, one that's been a bit of a crowd favourite, I have to say, has to be the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. 
the amount of selfies they're getting took with people it's ridiculous <laughs> the Mounties is that uniform that the Stetson the red jacket the big boots yeah. the riding breeches it's just everybody wants a picture it's just so Canada so it's, it's amazing to have those guys here I met them in Nova Scotia a few years ago and um, I talked them into coming here to the tattoo so it's a real international cast this year it certainly is and that's one thing I wanted to ask has there been a recent change in the name because I've always known it as the Belfast Tattoo but now there's the international part yes we changed the name uh, last year because it just wasn't Belfast anymore we are bringing in international acts from all around the world um, and it'll get bigger and bigger as the years come in see so have you made any plans then for 2019 2019's tattoo is actually sorted 2021 we are up to date in most of the acts for 21 at the minute so as far as 2021 then you're already making plans that far ahead yeah bands and organizations and acts are, are booking that far ahead uh, as as people well know, we're not the only tattoo in the world, so acts tend to get very, very busy very, very quickly, so you have to be in there to get the best acts. I see, and here, what kind of a better place to have it than right in our own doorstep? It's fantastic, and people don't realise, you know, you don't have to go to Edinburgh, you don't have to go to Nova Scotia to get the acts, you can come here, right here to the SSE Arena in Belfast, and see world-class event, world-class acts. Ah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, if anything... For a bit of a rab show favourite, I have to say, I went to the tuck shop and found a world champion drum major serving tea. Yes, we, we <laughs> tend to we tend to draw people in from every corner to yeah. give us a hand and the tuck <laughs> shop's being run by Cancer Research here backstage. Uh, so it's a really good cause. And Emma did come down, that's Emma Barr come down to give me a wee hand. Uh, so it was good to see her. I haven't yeah. seen her since the world's. No, so I actually caught up with her, got a wee chat with her backstage, so there you go. So yeah. Looking forward to next year, to be honest. As awesome as this year has been, I can't wait for next year. <laughs> it's exciting stuff with some really unique acts next year as well. So uh, tickets go on sale in the beginning of October. So get your tickets in. There you go. Yeah. So if you haven't been, by the way, I know all of this podcast, all of this show you've been listening to is all about the Belfast Tattoo and telling you how awesome it is. If you haven't been, you need to get here. Yeah. 6th and 7th of September 2019. There you go. Get it in your calendars. <laughs> Grant, Brian, thanks so much for chatting to us. You're Thank more you. welcome. Thank you very much. So there you go. That was a brief look and a lot of chatting to a lot of people from around the piping world. And people not so much from the piping world. And yeah, a bit of a peek backstage at the Belfast Tattoo. What an awesome event this is. And if anything, one that hopefully I will continue to visit in the years to come. Um, and as you just heard there by Mr. Brian Wilson, there's plans actually for 2021. Man, I cannot wait for that. Anyway, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks a million for tuning in this week. <laughs> if you haven't already, like I've said, please hit that subscribe button so each and every week an episode gets uploaded, you'll get a notification to tell you Rab's uploading another one. And I'm still backstage, you can hear all that. <laughs> it's another band just marching on. So, yeah, as I've said, this Big Rap Show is one of a difference. Next week, we will possibly go through some listener mail because we have a serious amount of emails to get through. So, thank you to everyone. And also, don't forget to get your nominations in for the Big Rap Show Awards. Yeah, all of our categories are all up there. And email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Get all of your nominations in. If you do want to have one in there, then definitely get them involved. So, email us in. Until then, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast.
Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Thanks so much to our sponsors, G1 Reads, played by bands around the world, including our current champion of champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com for all of your Big Rap Show merch and news, views and chat throughout the week. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.